grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from Ecclesiastes. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless, everything is meaningless. King Solomon said these words probably near the end of his life after receiving from God the gift of wisdom. Scripture records that God said he would give anything to Solomon that he asked for. So Solomon asked for a discerning heart, the gift of wisdom, and God granted it to him in abundance. In 1 Kings we read, God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure and breadth of mind like the sand on the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the east and all the wisdom of all of Egypt. God blessed Solomon with not only wisdom but also with power, with wealth, with long life, with many wives. And what does Solomon come up with as a life statement? Meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. I mean, chin up, Solomon. God gave you everything, and this is what you come up with. That everything is a vanity, everything is a breath. Everything is meaningless. I know a guy who owns a local bar in this area, and whenever I see him there, he comes over to talk to me. And he speaks about his expanding business ventures, his busyness of life, his love of his son his love of his mother and how devout a Christian she is. He speaks with wonderment about his mom, her faith, her devotion to God. And I always think this man has everything a person could want in this world. He is successful by the world's standards. He travels. He lives life to the full. He is loved by his family. But he always finishes his talk with me by saying, what does all this mean, Sai? What's it all for? I said to him one time, you sound like a man that I know. He asked, well, who is that? Solomon, I said, he said what you are saying, meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Sai, he told me one time, I'm going to come and see you one day. I tell you the truth, it's not me he seeks, but the Lord. Solomon says it is with an unhappy business that God has given to the children of men to be busy with. And then he says, I hated all the toil in which I toiled under the sun. Between Solomon and my friend, the local bar owner, there have been many who have echoed Solomon's angst about life. There is a relationship in this life that makes our life complete. Without that relationship, there is a void, a vacuum in this life. Many people, even well-known people, can attest to the emptiness of life without Christ. For example, H.G. Wells, famous historian and philosopher, said at age 61, I have no peace all of life is at the end of the tether. The poet Byron said, My days are in yellow leaf. The flowers and the fruits of life are gone. The worm and the canker and the grief are mine alone. And the literary genius Thoreau said, Most men live lives of quiet desperation. Jesus in the gospel lesson for today tells the parable of the rich man who decides he's going to build bigger barns so he can languish in the goodness that he thinks he has made for himself. The rich man says, I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax and eat and drink and be merry. This man is an archetype of worldly people who strive after created things. They are their own gods who pray to themselves saying, soul, you have ample goods. Relax and eat and drink and be merry. Not unlike any person who strives after the things of this life, once they get to the mountaintop of stuff or power or money or prestige, they realize there is no Mary at the top. 
There is no relaxing at the top because there's always the ever-looming specter of death. Solomon says, so what if you're rich or important or powerful because all you labor for is swallowed up by the grave? Solomon gave his heart up to despair because of his labor. Don't get me wrong, God had some kind of work in mind when he created us because Adam, before the fall, is given the garden to tend. The book of Genesis says this, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work for it and care for it. This work changes when Adam sins and the ground is cursed. And now Adam must toil painfully and eat of it all the days of his life. And God tells Adam and us, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. That's Solomon's problem. What does he get for all of his work and vexation and striving of his heart? Death. Jesus, in his telling of this parable, says that God calls this rich man a fool who lays up riches for himself and forgets that it is the Lord who knows the day and time of his death. The fool is the one who is not rich toward God. But how does one get rich toward God? Solomon was not, or it seems that he was not, even though for all the things he received from God, Solomon might have walked away from God. My friend, the bar owner, certainly is wise in the ways of the world, wise enough to know something is missing from his life. And that missing thing is not being rich toward God. But again, how does one become rich toward God? It would seem that Jesus is asking you to do something, but he is not. There is nothing you can do, nothing you can offer, nothing you can give to God that would make you rich toward God. To become rich toward God, one has to become totally dependent on God for salvation. To be rich toward God, you must be raised with Christ, and there is but one way to be raised with Christ. Paul says to the Colossians and us, just a chapter back in his letter, in him also you were circumcised with a circumcision not made without hands by the putting off of the body of flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. You, God's baptized people, have forgiveness in his Son. You have received all that you need for salvation in the waters of your baptism. Forgiveness in Christ Jesus life everlasting in Christ Jesus, everything you need to go from this life to the next life is given you in the waters of your baptism in Christ Jesus. Can one have joy in this life, meaning in this life? Can one eat and drink and have merriment in this life? Yes, in Christ we certainly can. And why? Because in Christ your sins are forgiven and salvation is yours. St. Augustine writes in his Confessions, you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. In Christ, your true life is hidden in heaven with God, and this shadow lands will pass by in a moment to reveal the one true and good life that God has prepared for you in heaven in his Son. I don't know how people navigate this life without Christ. And I've said many a time, without God, I would not know how to handle half the stuff that comes to me. Meaning, true meaning, comes in being filled with the Holy Spirit who shows you the Son of God who takes away the sin of the world, your sin, and by his death on the cross gave you forgiveness unto life everlasting. Dear friends, 
whatever it is you are dealing with, whatever your struggle, no matter how big or how small, God has it and it will not last. For soon, very soon, Christ who is your life shall appear and will take you to heaven to be with him. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.